Greetings. You're about to listen to part one of a three-day revival service with Pastor Mel Williams of Dominion Ministries Church of God in Christ. I encourage you to listen and share these messages with your family, friends, or your home church. This was truly an incredible revival service, and I pray that you be blessed and encouraged. Thank you, and God blessed. Most ministries are challenged because they push the congregation to do before they to do. Oh, baby, we're so glad you're here. We're having a car wash on Sunday. Come on out. Saturday, come on out and join us. Oh, we're so glad you're here. Girl, you look like It is essential as believers that we understand and know who we are in Christ. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 12 states, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for work of ministry for building up of the body of Christ. However, we must understand positions and titles cannot replace a true and honest relationship with God. We're in God's house, y'all, to bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's an audience of one. You see, it's an audience of one. And when we, when we all channel our thoughts, our hearts, our desires toward God, hallelujah, and we enter into his presence, we worship him. It's not about anybody else. It's not about anybody. It's, worship. it's worshiping God. Huh? It's worshiping God, y'all. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care if you got blue jeans and a t-shirt on. I don't care if your hair's nappy. I don't care if your breath stink, but it's about glorifying God. It's about glorifying God because God is looking at your heart, y'all. God, when, when God sees the purity of your heart, he said, that is my child in whom I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. He don't care about nothing else. He see your heart, mama, and he said, oh, bless, 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 bless. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Isn't God good, y'all? <laughs> Amen, amen. Anybody got a problem with God? Anybody here got a problem with God? I don't think so. If you got a problem with God, call me. Let's talk about it. Amen. Because I can help change your mind real quick. Real quick. Glory to God. Let me, let me pause for the cause and give honor to whom honor is doing. Acknowledge our leadership, the Bishop Otis McCormick, his wonderful wife, Mother McCormick, friends through the years. Amen. The host pastor, Pastor Howard Hornbuckle, thank you so much. All of my brothers, amen. Pastor Quarles, thank you all so much for being here. I'm glad that you all are here. My big brother, little brother being, praise the Lord. I, I'm glad to see this brother. Because see, all of us go back to the 70s. Amen. So we got a lot of history. And from 69 on, praise the Lord. But there's one person I want to introduce y'all to you all. Some of you all know her. Some of you all don't know her. But it's the most beautiful woman in the house. <laughs> the finest thing that walked the face of the earth. Amen. She my sugar. She my baby. She's my blanket, y'all. She is my blanket. And I'm her blanket. Amen. Sister Bonnie Williams right there. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Thank you. Glory to God. Is that all right? Is that all right? Shake your own bush. Thank you very much. Amen. 38 years we've been together. 30, 
38 years. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. With a bunch of children and now a bunch of grandchildren. And God's still at my youngest, youngest grandson was born September 30th. So he's just, what, I'm two months old now? Six weeks, seven weeks old now. Praise the Lord. So we enjoy, we enjoying these latter days. We enjoying these latter days. Praise the Lord. You know, Mother Mangum, I used to think when I reached my age 30 years ago, I used to think that was old. But now, 30 years later, it's young. Y'all wait till y'all get there. Praise the Lord. At, at 65 years old, I'm giving all glory and praise to God. Praise the Lord. Because I don't look my age. Y'all ready for the word of the Lord? Praise the Lord. We, we're going to get into the word of the Lord now. I, I, I don't holler a lot, but I love just sharing and teaching the word a little bit. And, and my wife is going to read some scriptures for us. So uh, I just want you all to bear with, bear with the word and allow God to minister to you. Don't look around and don't say this is for George who should have been here. This is for Sally. Should have been. This is for us, me, us that's here right now. God sent you here today, Sister Sharon, for a right now word for you. Amen. You got it? Amen. For a right now word for you. So let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. One of the things that, one of the things that we have to realize is that we have to learn to set aside church. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. We have to learn to set aside church. You see, because we're so busy, caught up thinking and going to church that the focus is on church and not on God. Okay, so, so we put the focus on what's going on inside of the building of what people are saying versus what God is saying. Because we need to hear what God is saying and not what the people are saying. You know, we'll put more attention to the gossip instead of the gospel. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We'll put attention, because I'm quick. Oh, I, should, I shouldn't say I am, but we are. Some of God's people are. We'll call one another and talk more about gossip than we talk about the gospel. What did the preacher preach about? I don't know, but did you see? But did you see? You see, we got to lay aside all of these things because the word teaches us to lay aside every weight. Every weight. And gossip is a weight, y'all. Backbiting, talking about is a weight. We got to lay aside if we want to be. If we want to be, we got to put it aside and focus all of our attention on the Lord. You hear what I'm saying? Hear what I'm saying? God first called us to be. He called us to be before he told you to do anything. He called us 
into his kingdom and not into his church. St. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. Okay? 12 and 32, it says, it says something like this. Fear not, little flock. For it is my father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. He did not say to give you the church. Okay. The church is the gathering of God's people while we here on earth. While we here on earth. All right. The church is not the building, it's the person. You hear me, man? Listen, but he called us into his kingdom. So when he said, don't fear, don't fear, don't be afraid of the mere fact because you're not of this. You're not of this world. You live in it. You got to maintain the status in it. But you're not of this world. I got another kingdom for you. And you got to be ready for the kingdom. So the kingdom that I prepared for you is not for you to do, but for you to be. So he says, listen, for the kingdom in God, in uh Romans chapter 14, verse 17. So for the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. Listen, it's, it's not meat and drink, okay? But it's the description of God, the attributes of God, where God is saying, I want you to be like me. So it's not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, man. Peace and joy in the spirit. You see, I, 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 I'm going in another direction here, and I'm, I'm gonna get back to the scriptures here in just a minute, but, but listen, when you, when you understand righteousness, you gotta understand it from the standpoint of God, okay? When you understand it from the standpoint of God, God is right. No more, no less. So I take on the right of God, huh? and when I take on the right of God, then God is in me, because I have declared him righteous, Okay, because in him he cannot. He cannot. So because he is, and I know he is, all the time he is right. Right? So therefore I declare him righteous, and by me being in him, he has said to us, for us to walk in righteousness and to walk in his peace, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives it. Not as the world gives it. Because the peace of the world is totally different. Okay? Because the peace of the world only lasts for a moment. The peace of the world only lasts for a season. Okay? The peace of the world is, is supported by something. Okay? But the peace of God, God's peace, 
God's peace is throughout eternity. We have to understand that when we're in God, okay, that when we're in God, we move not just in this life, but we move through eternity. I'm just going to change. That's all. I'm just going to change. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Uh, come on, y'all, go with me. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we shall be we shall be changed. This mortal shall put on immortality. Huh? And this corrupt ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Okay? It's all over with. But guess what? On that great getting up morning, y'all say, y'all say, y'all, some of y'all, these church folk sitting on this front row over here, they say they're in that great getting up morning. But listen, the Bible said in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16, and the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be, shall be caught up to be with the Lord, and there shall we be with him forever. I can only share what the Lord said. Are y'all with me for a minute? Stay with me for just a minute. When Jesus began his teaching in Matthew's chapter 5, he focused on the internal spirit of man. And so then he addressed the internal attitude of man. And we describe Matthew's chapter 5 as the be attitude. But listen now, Mother Mac, he says, be attitudes. Right? So I'm giving you how to live internally in your relationship with me so you can first be. You hear what I'm saying? Everybody say be. be. So you can first be. Okay? You know, I'm I worked in corporate America for almost 50 years. I'm retired. You know, praise the Lord. You know, but, but on the job, they taught us first the environment of the organization. This is how you should act if you work for the Bureau of Land Management, the Federal Aviation Administration and Alaska Pipeline Service Company said, this is how you should act. This is our expectations. And if you go against those, okay, set of rules that we have established for our, that's telling you how you should act, we have the right to terminate you, to let you go. So, and then when they give it to you, they ask you to sign it to indicate that you have read it. Okay, it is called, in, in most organizations, it is called the code of conduct or the code of ethics. And so therefore you sign it that says that you will adhere to all of the code that is established for you. God has given us his word. God has given us his word and says, I have presented it to you from Genesis 1 and 1 to Revelation 22 and 21. I have given it to you man, and said, I want you to adhere to it. And therefore, if you don't adhere to it, I have the right to terminate you. 
I have the right to throw you in hell. Because I presented it. I presented it to you. Oh, listen, listen. Now, 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 now. now listen. So when he said in the Beatitudes, when, when he said, blessed are. And he said, blessed are the mournful, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are they that do hunger after righteousness, blessed are they, and he goes on and on and on, and list these, it is not talking about an external attitude, it's talking about an internal attitude for you to focus on you within. How are you going to change the outside until you change the inside? Amen. So he addressed first, after his temptation, after his fight with the enemy, he addressed first in this Beatitudes, this is how you should act. And if you act this way, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. But now, Jesus is only confirming y'all what his father had established. So he says this in Genesis chapter 1. Let's go. Oh, page 1, y'all. It's page 1. Page one. You don't have to go a long way. It's page 1. Okay. You don't have to lick your fingers and try to, you know. It's page 1. Okay. Page 1. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. Listen to what it says. In the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be. And God said, let there be. The first thing that he pronounced or commanded was light. Very first thing he commanded and called into existence was light. And I'll tell you about that. In just a few minutes, we are called to minister and witness to a troubled world. If, if we are going to do that, minister to a troubled and distressed world, then we must first learn how to be before we do. Listen, I, I just said to be what? Just said to be attitudes. Most ministries are challenged because they push the congregation to do before they be pushed to do. Oh, baby, we so glad you're here. We're having a car wash on Sunday. Come on out, Saturday. Come on out and join us. Oh, we so glad you're here, girl. You look like. I'm going to put you in the kitchen. Look, look, at, look, look at what we do. Look, look at what we do. We want to sign stuff to people that has nothing to do with our relationship with God. Okay? 
we got to learn to put that aside and we got to learn how to be in God first. Okay? We got to be in God first. And when we're in God first, then we'll realize what matters to God. And when we realize what matters to God, then I don't care what y'all do in the kitchen. I don't care how many car washes y'all have. I don't care about none of that stuff because, because what God has called us into, God has called us into his righteousness to be like him.
first. First, well, listen, listen to me. God's will is for you to be, say be, to be first. Listen to what it said. For it is God which works in you both, both to will, okay, and to do of his good pleasure. When Jesus, in the book of Matthews, chapter 4, the scripture says Jesus was in the wilderness and there he fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. And now let me fill in a gap for you for just a little bit because he came from the Father and he is of the Father and he learned how to be because he was with the Father. Okay, so if the scripture says that after he was hungry, after the fast, he was hungry. And because after he, listen now, after the fast, he was hungry. So Satan decided to, oh yeah, yeah, he's hungry. He had, he's at a weak state. He's at a weak state, and I want to take him, I want to take him, I'm going to try to take him out. I'm going to try my best to get him. He was at a weak state. And he said, listen, understand the if I'm using the right words, y'all English people here, the preposition, if. Is that, is that right? Y'all help me. He said if. <laughs> if, if meaning the possibility, he said, he's telling the devil, the possibility is that if you be the son of God, all right, then cast these stones, turn these stones into bread. Now, when, when Jesus when Jesus had no doubt in knowing who he was. He did not go through our identity crisis. You see, some of us experience our identity crisis because we're really not sure of who we are because we are so caught up in the doing huh, before being. Yes. Cast these stones into bread. Jesus' immediate reply, Deuteronomy 8.3, it is written, huh? thou, shall, thou shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. My life does not, is not dependent upon this natural bread. Y'all got to get this. My life is not dependent on the turkey. My life is not dependent on the natural. Okay. But my life is dependent on the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Again, he takes up up into the pinnacles and showed him all the courses of the world, all the kingdoms of the world. And he said, I'll give this and only you. And the third time he tempted him.
and showed him everything and said, all of this. Listen, we gotta, we gotta understand, we gotta understand that everything, y'all listen to me, especially y'all young folk, all right, that now y'all moving into a phase in life now where you're gonna have to make some serious decisions. Okay, you're gonna have to make some decisions concerning your life. So now let me tell you, there's only three things that the enemy has to offer you. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The, and all that the enemy has for you is for your immediate gratification. It's for you to be satisfied right now. But, the, but God, everything that God offers you is throughout eternity. Everything God offers you will carry you through your life and beyond. This just dropped. This just dropped down. When I die, sister body, put the day I was born. But don't, don't put the day because it's not going to end. See, because I'm gonna be changed. I'm gonna be changed. Look, look. Lord just showed me that, man. Lord just showed me. Don't, don't, don't put, don't put whatever date that is. Huh? That may have separated us. Don't leave it blank. Leave it blank because you don't. You gotta catch that. You gotta catch that. that Might have went over. Might have went over. But, but think about. It. Don't don't put that day because you said everything stopped right there on that day and it didn't stop. I just changed. I just transformed. Huh? You may not see me, but I'm in the presence of God, glorifying and praising God because I be, I am now, and so shall I be then. You with me, man? All right, all right, look, 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 glory, listen, listen, listen to it. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Listen, listen. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So he says here in verse 1, he says in verse 1, in the beginning, okay, he identified time for man's purpose, okay? And when the earth was created, who created it? God created it, okay? What did he create? As the scripture said, he created the heaven and the earth. God is almighty self-existent eternal and self-sufficient he is the sovereign god now in verse 2 he says listen to what he said he said the earth was without earth was without one it was without god it was lifeless and dead had no shape no form desolate destitute barren empty undeveloped, unfinished, unfruitful, and unproductive. Our life without God has no shape, no form. Our life without God is empty, it's unfinished, it's undeveloped, and certainly it is unfruitful. Without God, you see, when God created man, he breathed in 
And man became a living entity because of the breath of God. But sin separated us from God. And the only way we can return to life again in God is through repenting and finding our place with him. Without me, you can do no thing. But with me, all things are possible. Thank you, Jesus. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Listen. Listen, listen, listen to what he, what he said. Because now, he says, the earth is darkened. He said, first it was without. Then he says, the earth is darkened. And then, thirdly, he said, it's covered with water. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the whole earth. Now you got to understand how this works. Because now Lucifer was kicked out. And when Lucifer was kicked out, he dwelt here. All right, now, but then now we have to understand that Lucifer tried to elevate himself above God. And God says that is only one God in heaven. There's only one God in heaven. So the real one is going to stay and the fake one has got to go. Anybody in here 19 years old? Anybody here 19? 18? Okay, 20? Anybody 20? Okay, no. Well, let me tell, let me tell y'all a story. Okay, true story. I grew up in a city in the Midwest called Gary, Indiana. Anybody familiar with it? Okay. Good place to be from. Right? But now, when I was 19, and after I graduated from high school, my chest grew. And I thought I was grown. I thought I was it. Living in my daddy's and my mama's house. I thought I was grown. And I thought I could say anything that I wanted to say because I'm grown. And I just knew, what do you mean? What do you mean? And my daddy politely said to me, he did not raise his voice. He did not yell and skip. He did not, he just simply said, this is my house. He simply said, he said, this is my house, and I run this house. And if you can't obey what I called you to do in this house, you go build your own house. Okay. I learned real quick that if I wanted to stay in his house, I had to abide by the code of ethics. Okay, because I wanted to stay out to two and three o'clock in the morning. See, I ain't always been good. I had to stay out to two. I wanted to stay out to two or three o'clock in the morning and do my thing when he said be in at it. But see, this, this, this is the thing now, you know, back in those days, in the 1960s, okay, back in those days, okay, the only person that had the keys to the house was mom and daddy. 
Kids can have a teacher. Kids can have a teacher. Look, look. So if if I stay, when he said be in the house at twelve o'clock midnight, okay, at twelve oh one the door was locked. Y'all gotta, gotta get this. At 12.01, the door was locked. And, and when he locked the door, that means, man, that you ain't getting in. Because he ain't coming to the door. And it took me only one time to learn that lesson. Bishop, it only took one time to learn that lesson. Because sitting out on the steps all night long. See, I, I was, I, I, I couldn't going back and keep on partying because I was scared. Yeah, I was scared so I just sat there until he got up and those, back in those days it was early rising so he got up at 6 o'clock in the morning okay, got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, opened the door picked up the newspaper and went back in the house and we had to have a long discussion and I was convinced from that point on Okay. I was convinced that point. God said, you cannot dwell here and expect to run heaven. So he kicked him out. Now listen, listen to what it says in Ezekiel 28 and 13. Thou art the anointed cherubim that coveth. And I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain. You was with me. Upon the holy mountain of God, thou hast walked up and down in my midst. Listen, listen, listen. He was with God. With God. Listen, thou was perfect in all thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in your heart. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering angel, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. In other words, what he's saying, I'm going to use you for an example. Okay, thou hast defiled the sanctuary by the multitudes of thy iniquities, by the iniquities of the traffic. Therefore will I bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold them. Now, the 19th verse is the key verse. 19th verse, I want you to listen to what it says here. Now. It says, all they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee. Thou shalt be a terror and never, listen to what it says, and never shall thou be anymore. He says, listen, I'm cast you out. You was the covered angel. You was one of mine. You was one of mine. He says, but I'm casting you out. I am throwing you down and you shall be a terror and you shall never be what you were anymore. You see, some of us want to play with God. Today we want to get saved and tomorrow we want to back out. 
Today we want to get saved and tomorrow we want to back out. Today we think everything is important, everything is good and right, but as soon as somebody talk about us, as soon as somebody speak evil against us, as soon as something happens that we're not happy with, oh glory to God, that we're not happy with, we want to walk away from God. What did God do to you? What did God do to you? See, we, we, we want to blame, we want to say you, 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 all of y'all have conspired against me. But what did God do to you? You turning your back on God. God commanded you to love no matter what they do to you. God commanded you to be in him. And if you're in him, then the righteousness of God will work favorably in your favor. And God said, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I will repay. Yo, we got to stop it. We got we to stop all this mess of talking about people and putting people down. We got to talk and stop talking about your church is better than my church and this and that. We got to cut all this stuff out. We got to stop all this stuff and we got to look toward God. Huh? We're all in this thing together. We're in the body of Christ in the unity of the spirit that we all can grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, we collectively can worship God. But first, you got to get yourself together. Amen. You got to start with you first and fix you right in here. And once you fix you, then you can join in with the rest. Satan, look, Satan was kicked out. And God told him, He said, Never more will you be. God told him, Never more. Never more you will be. So now we must understand that there were four basic principles that I was outlined for us that we can use to overcome the devil. There's four basic principles. Principle number one is that we must always know that Jesus is greater than the devil. We must always, that's principle number one, man. We must know that Jesus is greater than the devil. Listen to what it says. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Principle number two says that we must avoid temptation. Okay, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, there has no temptation taken you such as is common, such as is common, such as is common to man. But God who is faithful will not suffer you to be tempted above which ye are able. And will, listen, listen, and will with the temptation. Come on, y'all got to go with me on this. Will with the temptation. See, not taking you out of the temptation, but we are with the temptation, making a way of escape that you'll be able to bear it, that you'll be able to endure it, that you'll be able to handle it. There has no temptation taking you. Look, 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 look how you. Glory to God. So, number one is what? Huh? Is what said out loud. Greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. Right? Jesus is greater than the devil. Number two is avoid temptation. Number three is submit to God. In all things. In all things, submit to God. Number four is put on the whole armor. Put on the whole 
armor of God. For basic principles, Jesus is greater than the devil. Number two, avoid temptation. Number three, submit to God. Number four, put on the whole armor of God. Now, let's go back to the text for just a few minutes here now. Because now, the first command was God transformed the chaos. God transformed chaos. The announcement was made. The announcement was made, God said. Okay. And the command given was let there be. Hmm. The accomplishment was, and it was so, and the earth brought forth. Hmm. The blessings that came with it the scripture said, and God blessed it. Glory to God. And the approval that was established upon it, God said it was good. Wow. Glory to God. So now in verse 3, God says, let there be. Verse says the earth was without form of void. Now, Brother McCoy, God said, let there be light. Now, listen to this, because when he said, let there be light, we must first realize that the earth was covered with darkness, right? and the earth was without and when we understand that God said, let there be light, okay, because no darkness dwell in light. So God inserted himself into the earth. And when he said, let there be light, God brought himself into the earth. And when he brought himself into the earth, darkness had to leave. Darkness had to leave because he brought himself. brought himself into the earth. Listen, 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 listen. So when we say be is used as a present participle, okay, used as a present participle to express intention or a state of being, such as I am, he is, or we are, okay, to have a position. When Moses inquired of God and said, and he said that to Pharaoh, uh, to God, what shall I tell them? And God said, telling that I am. Telling that I am that I am. And then again, he spoke in Leviticus, I believe it is, 19 and 21. He said, be ye holy. Your present position that you should dwell in now is be holy. Be holy. You cannot do holy. Listen, 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 listen. Because he said, I am holy, so be ye holy. Okay, because now we must, uh, everything centered around us is established by our faith. 
It's established by my faith. So when it's established by my faith, my faith is my act of what? Believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Those that put an effort in going after him, then he said, I will reward you because you are diligently seeking. So he says, be holy. Be holy because I am, because I am holy. If any man, what it is in 2 Corinthians 5 and 6, if any man be, listen, listen, listen. If any man be in Christ, he is anew. If any man be in Christ, okay, is placing you in a position with him. Okay? He, has, he has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light that you should show forth praises unto him. So he says, listen, listen, all I want you, if any man be in Christ, if you be following what I have called you to be and given for you to be, listen, listen, see, so many of us don't know because we're so busy doing, we don't know what to be actually is. Yeah. Oh, God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. Listen, but the fruit of the Spirit. Am, am, am I right? Is it that? Yeah. But the fruit, listen, listen. So he said, if you're going to be, then the be is allowing the Spirit in you to be activated, to be active, that Spirit in you to be alive huh, and abounding. Abounding means that spirit is working in you. So now listen, he said, this is the fruit of the spirit. I will not. I will know you by the fruit that you bear. I will know you by how you display yourself. Okay, I will know how you operate in this present world. Because what I will see from you Huh? But the fruit of the Spirit is. Hold right there, Sister Baby. L listen. But the fruit of the Spirit is. Is again present tense. Am I right? Again present tense. And it is, then that means that if you're in a relationship with the Lord, then you are right now. Right now, that the Spirit of God in you is, and so this is what you are right now. Like the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Listen, listen now. If you are bearing these nine attributes, then listen, 
Against such there is no law. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing can condemn you when you're walking in the spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do. In that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of God might be manifested in you. That the righteousness of God might be manifested. Can I go a little bit further? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Can I go a little bit further? Listen, listen. Listen. First Peter. In First Peter chapter 1. It's either First Peter chapter 1. Y'all come on, help me out. Or it's either Second Peter chapter 1. Okay? Okay. All right. Verse 3. First or second? First or second? Second Peter, that's it. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. According to his divine power, as his divine power have given unto us, have given you, listen to what he said, have given you what? All. Say all, y'all. Have given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Listen, he has given you everything that will establish you to be. Given you everything. Have given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me give you a revelation here. I want y'all to see this. And it was given to me and it just kind of opened my eyes. Now, through the, through, the, through the knowledge of him, because in some cases, I want to give you a little demonstration, because then when you see it, then you'll remember it, okay? Some of us are visual learners, and so we learn visually, and so we see it. So now, through the knowledge of him, that in other words, what it's saying is, is that my relationship is not effective unless I know him, Okay. And I know him of what he not only has done, but what he is doing and what he will do for me. Okay, because now if God is my God and I am totally dependent upon him, then no matter what circumstances, situations, hardships, trials, tribulations come on in my life, then I know that he has my back. I know that he is my deliverer. So then now has given us all things through the knowledge of him. Listen, so then what revelation came to me that was taught to me and I heard it and I remembered. He said, listen, knowledge is this, Di, knowing what to do when you're on the ledge. Y'all get that? Knowing what to do. Because when you're on the ledge, if you know Jesus, guess, guess what? Guess what? Huh? 
you'll have the word. You hear what I'm saying? You'll have the word huh, that will bring you out, not some of the time, but all of the time, knowing what to do when you're on the ledge. So some of us, we live our lives on the ledge. We live our lives on the ledge, and we don't know what to do. The pastor don't always have the answers. The church mama don't always have the answers. The deacon and the mother's board don't always have the answers. Huh? Come on, y'all. All right, listen. We, but we got to learn how to go to Jesus for ourselves. We got to learn how to call on the name of the Lord. I promise you, when you call on the name of the Lord, the Lord will give you a revelation. And when he gives you a revelation, you will be awakened how to handle the situation, how to turn your life around and get off the ledge and start walking for Jesus. Go ahead, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. According to his divine power, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby, listen to what it says now, whereby is are given unto us exceedingly go, go. Whereby is given to us exceeding look, look at y'all, I got it, I got it. Look, look. See when you when you know when you know the word, Sister Tammy, when you know the word, okay, then your confidence continues to increase. Whereby is given to us exceeding great and precious. Okay, now not just promises, but promises that's above and promises that are greater than. Okay, seedly and they're precious. Promise given to us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these promises you, you may be partakers of the divine nature. You may look, 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 look. be partakers that you may be in part of, partakers that you may have fellowship with, that you may be partakers of the divine nature okay because because you have escaped when you take on christ all right then you move from that natural to the spiritual okay listen to what it says the scripture says that if you walk in the spirit you will not fulfill the lust of the the lust of the flesh you will not if you walk in the spirit Listen, listen, listen. Okay, so now he's saying this, that if you if you understand and take on these promises, you're partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. You got it? You got it? Listen, keep reading, Sister Bonnie. And beside this, giving all daily, listen, and beside, beside this, man, giving all all play paying close attention to and hearing how what God is saying. He said, "Listen, you may believe, but let me tell you. I want you to add something to what you believe. Okay, I need for you to add something to what you believe. Give it all diligence. Add to your faith what virtue, and to virtue what 
knowledge. And to knowledge, what? Temperance. And to temperance, what? Patience. See, I, I wish I had time. Because see, if I had time, I'd break all these things down, but I don't want to have the time. But you're going to come back tomorrow. <laughs> Whoa. That's good. That's good. That's good. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. We go a little bit deeper into this. Okay? Patience and to your goodness. And to goodness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. If these listen, if these things be. I rest my case now. I'm about done. If these things be, if these things be manifested in you, before before you wash the car, before you cook the chicken dinner, before you fry one chip, let okay. Listen, he said, if these things be in you, it will show that you are neither barren. These things, yeah, thank you, Sister Baby. These things be in you and working and abound. It make you that you shall neither be barren. In other words, barren meaning that you cannot bear fruit. Okay, that it will show that you will be barren nor unfruitful. Yes. In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, we gain knowledge. We gain knowledge not for the purpose of just knowing. You know, how many of y'all in here know Barack Obama? How many in here heard of him? I like to think all of you in here. By chance. Okay. Okay, but listen. Now, in our conversations, we'll say, I know. And we'll say, I know, okay? And, and that no is really scarce. And we're stretching that no, okay? We know the name. Yes. See, can I go a little bit further here? See, we know the name God, okay? But we haven't learned how to be in God, okay? And so we know, so we can throw the name of God around as much as we, oh, yeah, I know God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're gonna know him better when he calls you in the judgment. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? You're gonna know him a whole lot better when he calls you in the judgment. Okay, listen, listen. Come on, sister, help me out. Okay, if these things be in you and abound, okay, all right, these things be in you and working, all right, it it make you that you neither be barren. Not unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But, 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 and we're getting ready to pray, y'all. We're getting ready to pray. You know, because God has spoke to somebody's heart in here. Listen, but if he lacketh, thank you, Sister Bonnie, but if he lacketh these things, okay, that he lacketh these things is that he has forgotten. Okay? He is blind. And cannot see afar off. Okay, look, 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 hold, hold, hold this is blind. Because he is blind and forgotten. Okay, he is blind to the things God has revealed to him. Okay, and, and he cannot see what God has revealed unto him. And he has forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. Listen, it didn't stop there. 
but it's therefore, wherefore, wherefore, brother, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. If ye do these things, you shall never. Listen, listen, listen. If these the attributes of God is in you, if you're allowing these things to work in you, listen to what it says. You will never fall. And therefore, our interest shall be that interest shall be that you can go anywhere. Y'all stand. Thank you, Lord God, our Father, our Creator, our Lord, our Savior. We bless Thee. We exalt Thee. We lift Thee up in the name of Jesus. God, we once were lost in sin, alienated. We once were destined to die. But Lord, you brought life into us. Hallelujah. And our desire is to serve you throughout eternity and to bless your holy There's some of you in here that, 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 that's struggling in your relationship with God. Some of you in here not even saved. Listen, if you want to be saved, I want you to come right now. Come right now. This is the day of salvation. I, I want you to come right now. If you want to be strengthened in your relationship with the Lord, I want you to come right now. If you want that refreshing, I want you to come right now. Don't, 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 don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't be, don't, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come, come, come on, come on, come closer. Come on, come closer. Glory to God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is the day. This is the, this is the time, y'all. This is the time. To walk in the light. To walk in the light as he is. In the light. Hallelujah. He said, let there be light. This is a new day, y'all. This is a new day. This is a new day. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you for listening. Come join us with a special prayer from Pastor Mel Williams.
We give God glory and praise for all that the Lord has done in our midst. And God is an awesome God. He showed himself strong in the mighty name of Jesus. He worked in our midst. And we just thank God because God has taught us in this revival. He has taught us to be, how to just stand still and receive all that God has from us. God has called us human beings and not human doings because we are in his presence to be. And he has taught us and given us the gifts of the spirit he has given unto us the fruits of the spirit that we can display and let this character let the presence of God glow and grow in us in the mighty name of Jesus he his desire is that we enter into a strong and powerful relationship with him and not just stand on the outskirts but be just like we are with our families and with our spouses and with our children that we draw nigh unto him and he'll draw nigh unto us God called us into oneness with him and so that Therefore, we draw closer to him and he draw closer to us. And what a wonderful relationship we can have. And knowing that then in that relationship with God, I can give him all the glory, all the praise and all the honor because God has said to us his glory. He will not give to another. So therefore, all glory should be given to God because I know his heart and he knows my heart. And as my heart opens up, I exalt him as Lord and I come out of the position of my selfishness and I enter into his presence not ashamed to lift up my hands and glorify God. So no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, stop and give glory to God and allow yourself to be and not a doer but a beer that you can be in Christ, a new creature in Christ Jesus. So let's exalt the Lord and let's bless his holy name for my relationship with the Lord is locked in solid and strong. And God has taught me to give him the glory, the praise and the honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God. Thank God. And all glory be to him in Jesus name. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.